Good morning. You are listening to Nick Harrell-Ambus on the Honest Entrepreneurs Club. And today I want to tell you a little story about an altercation I had while walking my dogs two days ago. We were driving into the dog-friendly park that has a parking lot when a runner ran in front of our car on his running track. So I hooted to let him know we were there and he gave me the finger, told me to F off and carried on running. So we parked and the tricky thing is we're obviously going to run into this guy. So we did. We ran into him the first time and he ran past us again and gave me the finger and told me to F off. So I responded with a familiar F yourself and um, carried on walking, knowing he was going to come around again. And he did. And this time he stopped and he took his earphones out and he basically told me that I should have let him go. I can not do what I want. He can do whatever he wants. He's the runner. I must get out of his way uh, in spite of it being a road. To which I said, look, I hooted and let you know we were there. And the worst case scenario is I would have hit you. And he responded and said, well, if you'd hit me, I would have damaged your car. And I said, look, don't threaten me. And he said, well, if you keep pushing, I'm going to kill you. He threatened my life. And it went from zero to death threat in like two minutes. And I decided, since I've had a long week, to not back off and told him that threatening my life was a really bad idea because what happens if one day we're across the table from one another in a boardroom and we're trying to do business together? And this didn't really seem to sit with him. He didn't really understand the premise of what I was saying. And I think it's worth explaining. I don't mean that you should live your life thinking, ooh, what if I piss this person off? I should back down. But I do think it's worth considering that if you are willing to take a stand that leads to a death threat, you should be thinking about the implications of this. I will never forget that man's face, and I will never forget that whether he meant it or not, he threatened my life in front of my partner and a bunch of other people. There is no way on this earth that I'm going to do business with that guy. And if I ever find out who he is, I'm going to proactively make it extremely difficult for him to do business with anyone that I know. It's not a tit-for-tat thing. It's a, a matter of this guy was sent over the edge in a matter of seconds to an aggressive place that ended with a death threat. That is not someone that I want to do business with. So today I want you to think about every day when you engage with people, when you throw someone the zap sign while you're doing the traffic run, when you get angry with your kid's friend's aunt, maybe you shouldn't be. Maybe it's worth just stopping and thinking about this, the situation and taking five minutes and going, is this really worth it? No. Okay, I'm out. And look, if you decide at the end of it to lean in, then give it horns, give the finger, tell the person to F off and deal with the consequences later. But all I'm asking you to do is be honest about the potential implications of a rash three-minute flip-off with someone that you've met in the street. Have a good day and go out and be honest. Thinking a little bit more on the concept of how you respond to aggression if it's thrust upon you is the whole idea of reputation management and tied in quite intricately to reputation management is your moral and ethical stand on things. So there are people who fly off the handle at the drop of a hat and into a rage 
and then tarnish every single possible relationship they've ever had. There are people who can't help but be deceitful in business. There are people who are honest to a fault. There are people who are pushovers. Um, and I think that not enough people consider what kind of person they are or become in a business environment and how they then evolve into that and what that does to their reputation once that's set. Now, it's not set in stone, but it is something that's quite difficult to rectify if you've been doing it for 10 years. And it's not to say it can't be done. But the point here is it's very difficult to just do the status quo, to read the Steve Jobs book and think that being a prick is the best way to do business, to read anyone's book or watch any movie, watch The Wolf of Wall Street and think that the way to make money is to snort cocaine off someone's backside. That's just the way that that guy did it. One of my favorite sayings is um, when I hear people give advice, all I hear is the lottery numbers that help them win the lotto. Um, that's what worked for them and it's probably never going to work for you. But I think my point here is you have to figure out what your ethical and moral compass looks like and every scenario, how it plays into that ethical and moral compass. And if those two things combined, the scenarios and your compass, produce your reputation and then how that reputation is built in relation to the people you want to attract towards you and the people you end up doing business with. Now, it might sound like I'm saying you should bend over at every possible situation and bend to the will of the people you work with, and that's absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm saying pick your battles, make sure that they're the right battles, and make sure that you're happy to fight them to the death um, because you believe you're on the right side of the argument. And if that's the case, then fight away. But standing up for the wrong thing just because you've got an ego often leads you into trouble, like my little altercation with the man who nearly ran into my car. So really think about what kind of reputation you're building and if you're happy with it. Be honest with yourself and then if you don't like it, fix it.